Hello, I am Pia, a married mom of two, want to be Martha Stewart, would rather spend her time planning elaborate dinner parties, when in reality, I'm procrastinating about making my family matching t-shirts with my Cricut maker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brianne, and I'm an HGTV and Hallmark Channel junkie. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young kids. What about being from the Bronx? Oh, you made fun of me last time I said it, so it's nice to be out. Well, now they know. Brianne's from the Bronx. The boogie down. Good morning, Pia. Morning, Brianne. How are you? I'm good. I'm hiding out for my kids. They're awake, and um, they're eating cereal right now and watching TV. So I think we have about 20 minutes to talk if we're lucky. I don't know if my children are awake or I know the oldest is asleep, but that little one, I don't know. And I don't care to know. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered right now. Oh my gosh. He is, he is truly feeling it. He needs to go back to school, but even if his school were to open Monday, I would not send him, but oh my gosh, he needs, he needs more than being at home with me. Right. Because he, um, he's to the point now that he shows his disapproval or his discontent by just dumping things out or oh. dumping things out. If he's not happy about something, he'll just take this fight, say, I'm coming, mommy's coming, give me just a few minutes. He'll pull out, pour out a cup of water, be like, I can't hold on. Oh. I can't hold, I don't have a minute. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have a minute? You have hours. So, oh my gosh, he's, he's done. Morning tonight, he is just going, going, going. And then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, but you're the sweet little sleeping angel. When they're sleeping, they're like teddy bear. Like, 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 it's like a, a cuddly little bear. Mm-hmm. And then they wake up and terrorize us. <laughs> I know I feel I feel badly for him because his whole little life has changed I mean my life I'm happy my life hasn't I mean I can process the change I mean even though he says everything everything has to do with coronavirus I can't see my friends because of coronavirus I can't go here because of coronavirus he knows it's coronavirus he knows that you could die from coronavirus it can make you sick but still in his mind he's like but I want to see my friends I want to play and yeah, coronavirus matters for about maybe a minute and then it's out their heads as far as what they're understanding. It's like, oh, I can't get next to grandpa. Okay, I won't. A minute later, running towards grandpa. <laughs> we spoke about this, okay? We can see grandpa, but we can't hug grandpa. We have to stand yeah. distance from grandpa. And then you like, okay, I got it, six feet couple of like maybe 30 seconds maybe a minute back to going towards grandpa i know and he wants to go places if i have to go to the store to run an errand he'll want to go with me he's like mommy i promise i'll wear my mask and no you're staying home because yeah, not only that you'll touch everything well one i don't know you'll wear your mask and two you'll touch everything oh, my, he's in the stroller so oh, okay yeah, so oh. There's no touching because I'll put him in the stroller. But 
he's like 40 year old people that you see in the store. If he wants to really tell me something, he's going to pull down his mask. And I'm like, but you can't pull that you because you just mm. might not have worn, shouldn't have worn it at all if you're going to pull it down. But he doesn't complain about not being able to breathe or anything. He just thinks that when he needs to talk, he has to pull it down. So it's like, no, no, you can just stay at home. Or his other thing is, I can I can wait in the car by myself. I'll be okay. Oh, that's no, cute. Won't be bad. So what's going on at Shay Thomas? Um, well, I've been gardening a lot. Ooh. And I mean, I'm obsessed with it. The kids enjoy it. It's I I'm having a lot of fun. I just don't know how to make things look I just don't know what I'm doing. I kinda of know what I'm doing. But I, I need to start out, you don't know what the heck you're doing, and then you slowly figure it out and it's like, oh, I've learned something. So you'll get right. I'm kind of a little bit past that, um, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I've gardened before. It's not like a new hobby, mm-hmm. but um, I do have more time. So now I want to grow more things. And um, I, I still have some rookie mistakes that I'm making. Mm-hmm. Like I put the, my, my cucumbers next to my peppers, but peppers, cucumbers need a lot of water. Peppers don't. Yes. And I was also under the impression that I had to get my soil tested before I could plant in my ground. Okay. And I'm learning that a lot of people actually don't do that. And, and I asked some of my older neighbor, my old neighbors, if they happen to know of any, you know, chemical plants were where my house <laughs> happened to be, you know, yeah. like what was here before us. And apparently if this neighborhood has been this neighborhood, for I guess like 80 years or something. And before that it was pretty much farmland. So I'm pretty much good to go. Yeah. Except for the soil in Texas isn't the best. So once I knew that and I didn't have to build these like beds, I just kind of, I just want to grow everything. So I'm just trying to figure out what I need to grow. And I just, I would love if I had the time to take um, some online uh, classes, you know, mm-hmm. just some online tutorials. I, I can probably fit in a YouTube video here and there for about 15 minutes, but with, you know, three small kids, it's not always, it's not that easy. I've been trying to shop for shorts for about a week now. <laughs> really? I haven't been able to actually sit down and like look and compare yeah. like, all these pages open on my computer like old navy the gap made well and i'm not on when it comes to, to children i'm not an on i'm not a, i'm not an online shopper when it comes to children I well it's not for children's for me my kids have their summer clothes oh you mean for you i can online shop for my kids just had a phenomenal sale yeah and we have i'm looking at the clothes right now on my um the bench in my house because now everything has to be wiped down before it comes into the house the box was wiped down um everything has been taken out the box but I couldn't bring it upstairs yet because I also had to change out closets you know change out winter clothes I've been doing that too I've just been getting a, a lot of things done but nothing's done nothing's finished nothing's finished I've been making masks and working and making shirts I'm, I'm overworked. 
I think we have four more weeks, so I am truly counting down, and I'm going to hate to say this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life, other than teach public school kindergarten, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm counting down the weeks. We have four more weeks to go, and I'm making masks. I'm enjoying it. I'm at the point now where I never want to see a mask again, but I'm continuing to make them. It's, 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 I don't know. It's like a sickness. But um, I think it would be more fun if I could like, choose fabric. But yeah, it's kind of hard to get to Joanne. And every online order that I have placed has been canceled. So it's, it's kind of a pain to get fabric. Shirts are definitely more fun because I can place my order for shirts and vinyl and just go and, and pick it up because they were doing... Um, I think my I think the place my wholesaler was operating even when they shouldn't have been out of the back of the warehouse. I think they moved they actually moved to another county to evade um, <laughs> because there's some other like other counties nearby closer to me like much like you know like a few feet away had different requirements so they just okay. moved to their warehouse and they you order all, online and go pick up which you know it's like picking up groceries so I've been able to get Bible. So I've, been, I've had a lot of fun making shirts and um, I had a lot of home projects, but then I was in a car accident about a month ago and I'm going to the chiropractor. So I don't know if I should really go out and do the heavy lifting because I wanted to fit my, um, the gate to the backyard. I was going to rehang that. So that's table, but I'm having fun. I'm, I'm finding things to do and I'm just having a lot of fun i'm happy you're having fun because it's i'm okay um i guess the kids keep me busy you know i there's a lot of jokes about how at least on facebook i've seen it online about all these hobbies you can you can pick up and everyone's like well if you have kids sorry we don't there's no time for hobbies but you know a lot of people who do not have children and do not have families they're really suffering right now and um i'm sure those are families as well are suffering so i just i think they're ready for this to be over even though i'm it, it's, it's made my life quiet down a lot and made things a little bit more enjoyable for me in my house mm -hmm. but i know a lot of people are suffering and then at the same point, I know a lot more people will be suffering in a different way if we open up too soon. It's, it's just a hard time. It is a hard time. And sometimes I feel guilty when I read things about people who are unhappy or who are going through hard times because I can't relate. Right. And I'm like, how? And, it's, and, I'm, and I'm empathetic to them, but I can't. I can't relate, and I, and I have to admit, it annoys me when we're on our um, our staff meeting and the counselor is like, everybody's so sad and depressed here, some tips. I'm like, this is depressing. You're making me depressed talking about being sad and depressed. I'm like, I feel like sometimes, and maybe I'm wrong, but sometimes if you keep focusing on the sad and the depressed, it makes you sad and depressed, or maybe that's the simplistic view. I don't know. I, well, I, I think I think, you know, right now, um, we have a lot of blessings. We have a home, we have healthy family members, we have um, still income coming in. I think if those things had been removed or 
in jeopardy, I don't know how happy we would be. Maybe. And I agree. You but know, that's like where I think sadness, like, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, right now, I'm blessed because none of that has been disturbed for me. Um, exactly. And I, I agree. So, right. as far as being, I could be sad in this position, you know, and, um, and I'm not, you know, you could still be sad in anything. Usually it's called mental illness, this is depression, <laughs> you know, or you could just have a bad outlook on something. Um, and I don't, because I don't have a mental illness called depression right now. And, um, and I have a good outlook, so I'm okay. But for those that are struggling either with a mental illness or some sort of addiction or, you know, something heavy like has happened and, and they don't feel safe anymore, you know, I, I really feel for those people. Yeah, I feel for those. That, to me, that's completely different. I think my point of perspective was talking to people who were, for the most part, in a similar situation, situation but they're just like, oh, but I want to go out. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know those people. I don't, I'm not around any of those people. Like, I don't know them. I'm so glad that all of my friends are like, yeah, I'm over here learning how to make French toast or whatever. I don't right. know. And I guess then again, I feel like, wow, it's. Well, I think it's because a lot of us are, a lot of us are parents of young children. And there is a ridiculous stress in the American culture on parents of young children that right now has been lifted. Yes. There, there is. is stress. They're like, do what you want. I should have been doing what I wanted before this. Yes. You know, I'm like, you shouldn't be telling me what to do at all, ever. No one tell me, as long as I'm not abusing my children, don't tell me what to do. I, I agree. I, honestly, I hope that out of this, a lot of parents um, come to see that what they've been doing has been wrong. And not so much that I'm saying it's wrong, that people will realize that, you know, I've been unhappy. I don't like how right. things have been going. And... I have a chance to maybe change things because there are a lot of people that aren't happy about the schools that their children attend. They're not happy about their jobs and they're happy to be at home. So hopefully from this, people will, will want to, I guess, claim more of what makes them happy. Right. And carry it over into the post COVID reality. Right. And um, I hope we do. I was thinking maybe we should do a show on, how to actually do that because I feel the stress of the outside world creeping back in. I don't know if you feel that. No. Nope. When they talk about reopening, I just feel like, I know I'm not going out to do uh -huh. anything. That's not the case, but I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like the sh I, I felt like a little bit of the stress this morning and um, something about, the end of the school year and I, and I was like, oh, I don't know what I felt. I just felt like, have my kids learned enough? You know, what are we gonna do next year? I saw, I got a, a text message from, um, not a text message, an email from the sports clinic or the sports association my kids would have been in, Cole, uh -huh. my son would have been in for this spring and I'm like, ugh, in the fall, I have to put him in some sort of sport. And then, you know, I just felt this like pressure. And then HISD is talking about adding more hours to the school year. And I'm like, oh, heck no. I'm a, 
I'm going to fight that tooth and nail. I think that needs to be, I mean, tooth and nail, I think that needs to be something of a choice. Not all the kids will be behind. And even if all, even if all the kids are behind, that still needs to be a choice. It Not does need to be a choice. And I mean, um, but I'm, part of me feels like even now parents aren't going to leverage their, the power they do have. I don't, I, th I think some parents, I, some. I, I feel like in, within my community, everyone's always fighting. That's why we tend to have the better schools. I don't think it's because they have the better, the fighting. I think you all just have the money. And I think there's a fight too. These women don't play. They're at their PTA meetings. They're right. Yeah, you all still have They're writing um, who they need to write. We're in there. I'm like, I know. I'm in the school like four times a week at least. Like we're there, we're fighting. I'm not saying that you are, but I still feel like I hear complaints more. I hear complaints about what people who have the means to make choices, what they don't like, but they continue to send their children. Whereas, and so that's why I feel like, is it really a fight? And, and I, I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but I just feel as if, it, it's it's more of a complaint than a fight because no one it's not like definite i'm tired of people hearing people talk about testing but yet your children are still testing your children are still going to school on testing days the curriculum hasn't changed so well here's the thing about that they weren't going to school on testing days and now they somehow what they did changed the testing calendar Right, they they moved it around so that if you do remove your child on testing days, the day your child comes back, they'll test them anyways, like on a separate day. Yes. You know, they, they, they know that. And so then the school ends up losing like two weeks worth of money. And who has, I mean, who has the means to keep their, unless they're a stay-at-home parent, you know, to keep the kids home from school for two weeks. And then it's also associated with the school losing money. Exactly. So it's, but, and that's my thing right there. You, you complain. I hear people say, oh, the complaint, but then I don't want the school to lose money. And there was someone else that I was talking with that, um, whose child, like during this, their child has special needs and they weren't getting the services that they need. And the parent's response is, well, I don't want the teacher to get in trouble. But it's not even about the teacher. It's above the teacher. If your child has special needs and the district is supposed to provide certain there's certain things that have to be provided to this child during this time. It's not even about the teacher. Who cares if the teacher gets in trouble? Because, I mean, yeah, okay, the principal might reprimand them, but at the end of the day, it's not on the teacher. And so it's there's always like the, the but part. But I don't want the school to lose money. But I like my... Well, it's like a lot of people you have to your fight. So mm -hmm. that parent may be fighting really hard in some other part, and that part of the fight has to they they can't handle you know just for mental health um but in general i feel like everyone is fighting for something in my school what annoys me and at the end of the day you know we probably won't keep our kids here because you just get tired of fighting is how complicated the web is mm -hmm. so you may be fighting one part of the web but it's you don't even realize that this other part is trying to do something. Mm -hmm. And someone has to like call a siren, like 
okay, this is happening over here. Don't forget this. And don't forget this over here. You know, it's just like, how many parts can you fight? And so you have to choose the most, like the biggest fire in front of you and not, and that's what I think happens. That sounds so draining. It is draining. It is draining. It's very draining. And that's why it's, it's very draining. And that's why you probably won't stay in the system forever. Um, before it was working for us. I don't know if, how, let's see what happens next year. But um, I said, that's why I feel like when you, when you hear people say, but it's not, but it's, it's like the but means I'm tired. This is not the biggest part of the fight for me. I'm doing this part. I, I but on a whole, I feel like at least in my area, from what I've seen in my bubble, because I am in a bubble, and I realize that we, we are all in a bubble, I feel like everyone's is always fighting. And in the end, for the most part, we get something, um, I'd say acceptable, but um, it could be worse. And if it becomes worse, then we'll have to make other choices. It's, I it's a part of where I felt like it, I feel it coming back. I feel like my whole thing was, I feel like society coming back, like this movement coming back. And I'm just like, okay, now I have to really think about how am I going to approach reopening myself to yeah. the community and what I will want to accept and what I can accept and so forth. It's, it's much, it's a bit much. I don't have that worry. I think the only worry that I have had is that I'll have to return to work. And I don't believe that's going to happen now. I, I highly doubt that schools will reopen in the next four weeks. No, no. Anything is possible. Well, my school said, they said they, um, our district said they were closed. Your district still hasn't said it? No, they said they're closed, but you know, I, I don't, I don't trust the government. I don't trust the governor. They might decide to reopen schools. I don't have that faith that the schools are going to be reclosed. I mean, that the schools are going to remain closed. I mean, it's, in the back of my mind, I know they're not going to open, but then it's also that thought that um, maybe they will. I mean, it, could a district choose to extend the school year? And I don't know if they could or could not at this time. Could they decide, well, hey, we're just going to go an extra month to make up. Okay, I can see that. But then again, I'm under contract and me being me, I'm like, that's not in my contract. I'm not going to work. I so, can see that. That I can see, something sneaky. Like, that's what I was complaining about when they when I saw that they were thinking of starting school early. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, or making a day longer. I'm like, well, I'll be picking up my child at the same time every day. But and then the school will go in and they'll make that, well, you can't pick up your child after 2.30. They'll make that rule. And I'll just pick up my child at... 1.59. Right. I'm, I have the means. I have the time. I'll just do that because I think it's ridiculous. And I'm sure I won't be the only one. No. And, um, and then if they if it becomes an issue, then I'll just withdraw them. You know, I just can't. <laughs> and they don't want that either. They, I don't think they want that. It's a, it's a, ripple, it's a ripple effect because... If you upset the good teachers and they leave, good the parents that have the means to do, make other choices will also leave. Then, but the thing is, that's the thing. Teachers aren't going anywhere. And I think 
and I'm not going to. Oh, no, not, um, no, they do. They do. I don't know what you're talking about. They do. Last year, we had seven teachers. They go. They're no, not happy. They, they go. But where Good do ones they go. go. They know where they can go. They know where they can go, but there's not enough spaces for all the good ones to leave. And there, there's some that I would say are good. They just have that mentality that I'm in it for the love of the children, so I'm going to remain. I don't know. Some of them don't even need to be there. Like the, uh, Some of them don't need to even financially be there in our school. They're there because like you said, they want to do this for their children. Or um, there's also private schools that will hire them in a heartbeat because, or better school districts. But there's only so many private schools. I mean, if you think about it, less than 5% of American children are in private schools. So there's only so many private school positions. I don't know. I, I'm, I think they'll leave. <laughs> or they just won't be good teachers anymore. They'll just be burnt out and won't be good teachers anymore. They may mentally leave, which is even more dangerous. I would agree that group. And so uh, I think it would be a ripple effect. I think, you know, uh, people will just, you know, right now people will stay where, they're, where they are because the economy is so uncertain. It's not the best time to sell homes or move. But people with means, and not just financial means, I'm talking about means like, they're staying home, they have a stay-at-home spouse or something and they can homeschool and they just haven't chosen to, will make different choices. And those are the people who are the fighters in the school, who raise the money for the school, who, who are at the school tutoring the kids who are falling behind. If they, the school doesn't have that extra support, they will not rise as far as grades are concerned. Like when they get the A at the end of the school year that makes everyone you know, wanting to send their kid to that school or something. That has a lot to do with the parents' participation. So I don't know, it's a ripple effect. But anyways, the point is, um, I feel like coming back, I feel good that society's reopening for those who really need it to reopen. Worried that it's too early um, as far as COVID is concerned and we'll be right back where we started. Um, I'm also worried about, um, you know, can I choose to keep the good things from this experience going on out? I think so. I think so, but who knows? I think you can. You know, we just have to make steps, you know, just make the, the right steps to actually make that happen. I'm just waiting for you to call me and tell me that you decided to homeschool. You know, I, I was talking about that with Michael. I just, I really like the idea of my kids in a school community. And, you know, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, okay, if we chose a private school, which private school would I choose? And there's not, I mean, a lot of them in the area are really expensive and I just don't want that, you know? But I don't, I don't understand why your children wouldn't have community if you homeschool because like, but I would be a part of the community. I feel like I like the separation for my children. I like yeah, them. Huh? What's temporary? No, I said that's different. One is the separation. Yeah, the separation. I like them. I like them to have the independence from me. Having I could, you know, or I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
because this is not the true homeschool experience. I don't know. I don't, yeah, listen, don't quite know. This isn't homeschool. Because if yeah, this isn't the true homeschool experience. I'm, I'm not able to mix with other parents. My kids aren't able to, uh, to mix with other kids that are being homeschooled. But in my opinion, I just... Your own children, if you were homeschooling, you would drop them off at a co-op or something. Well, my thing is that's still a lot of involvement with other parents that I'd have to like. That those parents would still be involved in a lot of the, my children and their children's communication. Whereas in school, we're not a part of that. They're in their own, they have their own little society outside of the parents. And I, I really like that. I like that idea. So, I'm not understanding. You don't, you like the idea of what? My kids being without me and without parents. No, why, why would they have, why would you be involved? Well, if I've, I'm a homeschooler, and it's a co-op, it's either there with me or there with another parent or there, with, it's just a lot of- Without co-ops, I paid people. I mean, we paid, I dropped Andrew off and I picked him up. I didn't have- So their parents were, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I haven't thought about it enough yet. This is not the real homeschool experience. Because for me, I keep thinking myself, the homeschoolers I know personally, they do a lot with their kids and then when they're, when their kids are around other people, they're there too. Or another parent is there with their kids. And I'm like, that's a lot of parents' involvement. And I don't know if I want other people's I feel like a lot I feel like a lot of communication with other with my children would be interfered by parents' influence. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I understand From what, what I've seen because I know that it's different that you right can you know it's you know I can have it different but from what I've seen that from the people I know that homeschool I think it's, it's way too much time with parents and see that a lot of people want a lot of homeschoolers want that control so you have some that want the control of the education and then you have some that are happy to to farm it out to someone else but it just means that they're not, they don't have that rush and stress. Their children have more free time. Right. So I'm, I'm more, I would want, if I did homeschool, I would make, sh I would want it for my children to not always be with me and not always to be with other people's parents. Oh yeah. That. I, I don't think that's, I think that's too sheltered. I think it's too much parents involvement. It's too sheltered for me. I want independence and autonomy and the children to be themselves. So oh, yes. that, But see, that's the thing. There's just so many, even with, with like with regular school, there's so many different options. Yeah, no. I've been thinking about it and we'll see, we'll see. We'll see where this goes, where this year takes us. And it's, you know, my daughter's last year with her teacher after three years, I kind of want her to have that. So we'll see. Hopefully things will just figure itself out. But our uh, time is running out and what does that sound? I guess it's the garbage truck picking up trash. All right. Well, with that note, let's say goodbye. <laughs> and next time we get together, we're going to um, meet with some other moms, right? And talk about their experiences. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, I've enjoyed talking to you this morning and go and let those children know that you go and find those children and 
Okay, bye. Goodbye. The podcast is over, but that does not mean that the conversation has to end. Connect with Brianne and I on Instagram at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? Or you may email us at podcast at mommy, where is my shoe.com. We also have a website, so check it out www.mommywhereismyshoe.com. Before you go, do us a favor. If you like Mommy Where Is My Shoe, the podcast, please rate us in your app. And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommywhereismyshoe.com and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.